no one's ever going to hear this, but we are currently taking an ice cream break because we've been having technical difficulties. You already know this is going to be the star of our episode. Welcome, welcome to this very special episode of the Linen Suit and Plastic Tie Podcast. This is the show where we're dedicated to unlocking the power of storytelling and applying tips and tricks to supercharge your lives, careers, and businesses. I'm Gorb. And I'm Kevin. Welcome to the season one finale of the LSPT pod. Yeah, I'm excited. It's been it's been an interesting season, you know. Um we hit our one year mark recently. We uh, we had a live episode. We had a two parter. Um, we built a real show, and that's slightly shocking. Yeah, I mean, I, I I guess we did. Yeah, and you know, I think in our last episode of one year, we took a lot of time to reflect and we talked about storytelling. It was a little more preform. It was fun, but I think in this season finale, we're gonna spend a lot more time discussing what we've learned from storytelling in particular. And I'm really excited to learn about kind of these overarching things, how you've changed, how I changed, and have this interesting discussion. And yes, people, for this episode, it's just going to be Grav and Kevin talking. But um, I, get, I guess we'll just have to see what happens. I love how you said that, like, we don't spend long periods of time talking. You're like, we haven't, we haven't spent long periods of time alone talking ever. Um, this is the first episode we've ever recorded ourselves. Even our first story time was with our dear friend Sophia because we were very concerned about how off the rails this would get if it was just you and me. And that's why we've always had at least a buffer. And even with Sophia's episode, that went off the rails too. Uh, yeah, fun fact. Um, that episode, that story time episode with Sophia that you heard, it was actually the second time we recorded that full episode. First time we recorded the whole thing and got so dysfunctional. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got we got so dysfunctional that we had to re-record the entire thing. It's there's some fun stuff there. And you know, I think this comes down to something interesting about podcasting and storytelling that we've learned. And we talked a little bit about this with Tara is that idea of conversations. And we, you and I, you know, with our friends, our roommates, we have had really interesting, deep conversations. But in retrospect, they're not nearly as deep as we thought they were. <laughs> and, and what I mean by that is when you have a really good conversation with someone that goes for hours and hours, you forget about all the ums, basically. The, yeah. The laws, the parts in the conversation that have nothing to do with the conversation that are boring, that are dumb. That have nothing to do with the overall arc. And that's the problem we had when we recorded with Sophia was that we had a lot of those weird moments where we just forgot we were recording. Yeah, I mean, when you're actually having a conversation with someone, comfortable silence is something to enjoy and you don't really worry about times when you have pauses or uh, it's a lot less awkward. But when you have to publish it, as podcasts or as content and when you're editing that uh, those types of stuff really pops out and you and it definitely requires so much more attention and planning and um, experience with controlling the pace driving the conversation to be able to uh, kind of avoid those things when is when it comes to like 
having a conversation for podcasting. And, you know, that's the first key learning of storytelling that we learned and applied in real time is that idea of structure and control and that podcasting, uh, when you do it, especially with other people and when you do it to tell a message or learn something, is actually a very structured process. And, you know, it's funny because we were recording an episode for season two, and I'm not going to talk about it yet, but uh, we were with these just really interesting podcasters. And we were talking about their relationship a little bit. And it was funny because one of them was more freeform creative and one of them was more structured. And that's very similar to how you and I run, where um, without your structure, we'd get nothing done. Because I come up with ideas a mile a minute. I'm pretty sure at 3 a.m. last night, I texted you linen suit and plastic type card game, question mark. Yes, and I left him on red as a reaction. And I mean, that's the thing, you know, we, um, I have a lot of really fun ideas. And without Kevin, you know, keeping me structured, they wouldn't have, we wouldn't have been able to get through this year. We wouldn't have been able to, you know, make it a central good product. And so that's the key to podcasting, I think, bringing it back is structure. Have a deep conversation, understand what you're trying to get out of it, and then structure it when you record with someone to make sure you are having that really, you know, educational conversation. And it's, it's funny because it's our most free flowing one, you know, we're on the couch. I'm in sweats. Um, well, I'm sitting time. across the room from him. And you know what? We actually had a plan for this episode, which is Grav and I, we each have prepared five questions for each other so usually what we do with our guests is that we uh sit down we brainstorm 10 different questions that they can expect from us we sometimes we go through all of them sometimes we just go to through two or three but that's what we use to serve as a structure but this time around because it's just us uh, we've decided to do kind of this michael che calling joe's thing where we're just gonna dish it to each other and uh, not knowing what to expect so uh okay but i call being con just okay and I, i'm fine with being michael che because i get to you know well uh the first question i had for you sounds basic but i feel like it's important uh, i wanted to hear from you uh, about the, the the moments your thought process leading up to when you told me let's start a podcast what what were you thinking like what happened like we've talked you know about i i've talked how you know i decided to do the podcast and you know we both talked about why storytelling but what you, made you want to host a podcast um you know it's interesting because we've been talking about creating a podcast for maybe years right yes just like joking at me and what came about with this one was you know i've been doing a lot of coffee chats like a lot of coffee chats <laughs> and stuff like that and food looking for a job and whatnot. And, um, you know, I started hearing a lot more about storytelling and, you know, when I'm asking people questions and learning about them, you know, it's that central idea of storytelling. And then what it's for me, storytelling is, you know, you know, we believe it's the, the central skill that makes us human. But it's, it's one of those things where once you notice that, once you figure that out, it just clicks. And you see storytelling everywhere. 
in every person's career, in every person's um, work product, in every uh, business journey, you see it everywhere. And it's just such an important skill that I want to develop. So I knew story time. And why did I want to make a podcast? You know, I really enjoy talking to people and asking questions. And it was one of those ideas where I had it and then I had it late at night and then I couldn't go to sleep. I just kept writing down ideas. It's something I got really excited about. I'm like, you know what? I want to do this. And so that was kind of the thought process. You know, it was something where I started to realize that storytelling is so important and it's something that's in everything. And that sounds really simple, but my life really changed when I started noticing it. And then it was me wanting to learn more, me wanting to ask more questions and realizing there wasn't something out like that. In the end, storytelling is a skill that we can develop, that we can get better at, and we have to if we want to grow as humans. That's what I got. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's a great story. Um, I, I've always been curious to hear your your side of the the origin story of LSPT Pod. Um, obviously, we we believe that storytelling is crucial, but uh, the other side to it, uh, which I find to be very powerful, is how I think I think how, how empowering this whole experience has been for for both of us. The the simple and is the the simple idea of I really want to do something. And then without worrying about, you know, we've never done this. We don't know how to do it. We just um, started getting our hands dirty and we just started trying and putting ourselves out there. You know, I think the reason why that worked and the reason we were able to keep going is one, because of the kindness of strangers. Let's never discount the amazing guests. The people who gave us the time for yes. no reason. Like, thank you. But I think the reason is because the idea was so strong in that we were so passionate about it. And we were, in every episode we did, it didn't knock down the idea. It just made us more excited about it. It's, it's funny because calling ourselves podcasters, being open about, hey, we're doing a podcast, was difficult at first for me. And I don't know if it was first for you. I'd love to hear your opinion on this. But for the first few episodes, when we were promoting the podcast, obviously telling everyone, pushing out. And when I was explaining it to people, I looked up to their things. I was like, oh, I, I started this podcast. Here are the five reasons why. Like, I kind of felt like I had to justify it, you know? And that changed not when we started building audience, not when we started signing amazing people. That changed when it became less about, oh, I'm doing a podcast and became more about, I'm just learning more about story time. And I think story time is really important and really fascinating. Yeah, I mean, I guess even now, every time, you know, I, I meet someone and tell them I, I host a podcast, a very natural question is why? Um, why do you want to do it? But... Um, and, and as I said, part of me just really asked myself, would I rather host a podcast or not host a podcast? And to me, the answer is clear. I, I really want to. Um, I enjoy the process of um, learning about people's stories, um, celebrating their stories and discovering, you know, hey, this 
professor also is a diver and also hiked the Appalachian trails. This product manager uh, also runs the one of the top one Shopify stores. Or this career coach started off his career、uh, in the acting world. You know, you bring up a good point here, and that's the idea of the complexity and diversity of people's stories. If you heard us name those three people, and you're like, "Wow, my life's not as impressive or deep or crazy or different as that," it is, and that's the thing. Every single one of our guests will start off and say, "We ask them, 'What's your story?'" and they'll say, "Well, you know, my my story is a little bit different than the norm." And it's funny because there is no norm. Every single person is so unique, and and their story is so different. And every single one of those experiences and journeys shaped their path. And that's one of the most amazing things. And、um, it's something we 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 talk a little bit in season two, so sneak peek. But it's that idea of how we define ourselves, and a lot of people do it with their jobs because it's easy. And when you're in school, a lot of people do it at school. But it's it's important to understand that everyone's journey, no matter how old you are, no matter what you've done, no matter where you've been, is unique in its own way. Because the stuff that I've done that you haven't, and vice versa. And that's the beauty about our internal storytelling. And also, from our very first episode, we talked about how you should not discount the story you already have. And and some of our guests too, like w- when we ask them what is your story, and they're they themselves they start off with, oh, my story is not that interesting, and you hear them talk about themselves and the the things they've done, and you're like, come on, man, it's already a great story. Um, so so yeah, I I totally agree uh with the point that you know most of the times, and probably most of us, I、uh, probably you who are listening. Um, we we feel that our stories are not that great, are not that interesting, not that you know, no, we don't have much to tell. But、uh, I think we can all really try to look back on the the things we've accomplished,、um, and try to really reflect and and reframe our identities or, or stories, and, and realize that every one of us have. Uh, a story that's、um, worth telling, worth hearing, and worth celebrating. And that's probably our next key, like kind of lesson from the show, is that everyone's stories are very unique, and the way you tell your story is is important. And the way to remember that you are your own being, and no one can be a better you than you. This is my inspirational mishegash for today. You know, Kev, I want to talk a little bit about. You know, favorite forms of storytelling. So, what are some of your favorite forms, and how has that kind of changed and appeared in the show? Hmm. Well, let's see. In terms of、uh, my favorite form of storytelling,、uh, still to this day,、uh, is gaming because I, I really like the interaction aspect of games, and, and especially. Nowadays, with how that whole industry has evolved and how the creative process of games have evolved,、um, a lot of games take on a more、um, more of a storytelling approach, a cinematic experience, and then you add the the interactive part of it、uh, to it, and 
as a player of the game, you are player of the story mm -hmm. uh, versus, which is, I think is something fundamentally different from when you're reading a book or a comic or watching a show or a movie, you're, you're a spectator of the story. But in a video game, you are interacting, you're pressing your buttons, you're taking these actions, you're making your choices, and these actions and choices uh, leads to consequences. And with a lot of these different games, uh, they now make you know branching storylines with different endings. So depending on how you act, uh, which you know reflects something about your values or your, your what you're thinking and feeling at the time in real time as you watch that story, um, this story is going to unfold uh, in a way that's uh, in direct response to who you are mm -hmm. or or what you've done. So so that's uh, what I think gaming is really intriguing to me as a storytelling medium and i definitely for our upcoming season i would love um to have storytellers that know a bit about gaming uh, onto our show and we dive deeper into that in terms of storytelling formats we've talked about um i think the episode with greg uh, about music has been really a particularly eye-opening experience. Um, an example of something we've talked about is how music is not a universal language. Uh, whereas I think for the longest time, at least I keep hearing the opposite. So I, I think that's um, something that's very unique and contrary to perhaps popular belief that we got to learn about through doing the show. You know, and it's, a, it's an interesting topic. The idea of multiculturalism and the cultural differences in storytelling because you know with dr john booker we also talked about the similarities we talked about how a lot of stories share you know central archetypes like the cinderella story or the the flood story these are essential stories that many cultures have and created independently and that's really fascinating too because is, it's funny because we have central themes, we have central stories that are retold, but at the same time, cultures grow up differently and change differently. So we interact with different music or different stories differently. We see different people as different heroes. We see different words mean different things. And it's definitely very interesting what we've learned about storytelling in that sense about, you know, the central stuff that connects to someone's core, whether you're a marketer like Chris Connolly, who taught us about how toys about making someone the hero of the story because the story is the whole another form of storytelling in in marketing you have to show how plain of the toy makes you the hero and that works for different people and that works in different cultures and it's, just, it's really interesting how every single form of the storytelling every single storyteller we learn lessons that connect the rest uh with culturally relevant storytelling uh, especially wherever you see differences um, in, in how stories get interpreted, you get reminded of how diverse and vast this world is. And wherever you see common grounds across countries, I think that's the takeaway from there is what is common across all these different worlds or societies or cultures that that is human. You know, and for me, um, you know, one of my favorite forms of storytelling is comic books. 
and that was clearly present in this first season. We had like yes. five comic book guests from very different films because I, I love the comic book medium. I love it. You know, it's so diverse and different. And, you know, a lot of people brand it as like Marvel, DC, superheroes. And there's some there's some extraordinary stories about superheroes. Um, you know, some of the iconic Batman stories or some of the iconic Spider-Man stories. And we learn a lot from those, but it's a, it's a medium. There's so many different independent stories as well, and I'm not going to get into a diatribe on comic books here. But comic books are a big reason I got into storytelling. You know, it went from comic books to a deeper understanding of mythology to storytelling. And that was a very central path that was very important to me. And that also has a lot to do with my dad. You know, my dad is amazing. He's one of the best people I've ever known. And he always made an effort to get into what we were into. He never tried to get us to like, get into what he was into. And I was never really into sports or anything like that. Um, you know, I was interested in wrestling, WWE, when I was a kid. And that's a whole other form of storytelling that I would love to talk about one day. Uh, but uh, I was also really into comic books. And so my dad got really into it, too. And I'm talking about this 45-year-old soul man who with bad knees and a bad back who would go to conventions with me all day from multiple days in a row, all day, standing in lines to get signatures of comic to get comic And that opened me up to a whole world of storytelling because comic are so diverse. It's such an interesting medium. And I was into the first ever fandom where I was here with these other comic book people of all different ages, loving this thing, loving these stories. And some of these comic books are like 80 years old, like 80 year old stories. And each issue is so unique and tells a different archetype. And that's why comic books were such an important part of season one, because, you know, of those Sundays, at conventions or going to the comic book store on Wednesdays with my dad. And everyone else has that story. And that's what I love. That's what I love with storytelling is everyone has a connection to it, a different form from their life. Yeah. I mean, also, we've talked, I think, about how comic book being the modern mythology and mythology has this more than true aspect to it. It's interesting how you talked about um, people at comic cons or, or com uh, events uh, really bonding with each other and rallying together behind characters or stories that they love because these stories and characters, they all represent some kind of ideas. They're, they're symbols and reflections of what's going on in the world uh, in a particular time, either in the past or, or the present. And, and when you think about it, it's really people rallying behind similar um, ideas. Uh, I think with something really interesting about what we're doing right now, you and I, is we're, we're kind of tackling, I think, one of the biggest insecurities we have uh, about this podcast or, or about ourselves is that we were uh, really on the fence about how much we want to talk about ourselves because, and I guess you were feeling more strongly about this than, than I was 
uh, that we didn't feel like we had that much interesting things to say about ourselves. Yeah, I mean, there was a fear. And it's still there at some point. And that's the beauty of having asset storytellers is we know the experts. We know they're interesting. And worst case scenario, we could suck, but they'd be great. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was this fear where we're not experts. We don't know anything. Even today, you know, it's when we joke about how we spent this year dedicated to learning about storytelling. And we still know, and we know less than we did before because all of our illusions have been shattered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's funny because the more we learn about storytelling, the more we learn about how to become better storytellers, the more we learn about how music is different culturally. And that tells us that storytelling is perceived differently culturally. And you have to know the culture to really understand what stories are going to resonate. Links to product marketing. Because we talked about this with Wyatt and product management about how asking why and understanding consumer base um, helps us develop products because each consumer base, each culture is different. And that's hilarious. Because it's exactly what uh, Craig was telling us with music. And this is the beauty thing about storytelling is that they all link together. And our fear was that we didn't have these lessons. We didn't have these stories. And, you know, it's still something I'm afraid of. And it's you can probably hear in this episode, it's a little uncomfortable. Because I'm like, why does anyone want to hear from us? What are we going to teach? It's something we still struggle with when telling our story is that we want to be characters in this show. We want you to know our voices and know who we are. But the most important thing to us is that you learn more about storytelling. So it's a balance, I think. Mm-hmm. Would you say that's the, the thing you feel most insecure about um, as a podcast host? Oh. I mean, you kind of answered that. Or are there other things you feel you know, insecure there's, about? You know, there's a ton, right? Mm-hmm. Even that label. And you know, on this show, we love talking about the storytelling behind labels because it's so fascinating and so important. Even that label is difficult. Podcaster, what does that mean? And for me, I've always taken solace in the mission. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not worried about followers, listeners, not worried about being a podcaster or being the best or mastering my radio voice. My one goal was always, how am I going to learn more about story time? And it comes back to the questions we ask where we have never written a question because we think, oh, that's going to sound good on the microphone. That's going to that's gonna have a controversial topic. People are going to listen. People want to hear that. Um, of course, we listen to our audience and we try to learn what they want to hear and try to talk about what they want to hear. But our questions are legit. This is something we're super curious about. It doesn't matter if it's easily Googleable. It doesn't matter if it's a dumb question. We're curious. And that that was how I got over this insecurity about I'm not qualified to do this. Because all I was doing now was asking questions. And that was the difficult part about doing an episode alone because who am I asking questions to then? Myself? Why am I qualified? And then you get into that circle. And, you know, yeah, so it's probably my biggest insecurity, trying to find ways to integrate myself as a character without kind of that social recognition of, I should be doing this, that I'm a professional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I definitely think that's a very important realization. And 
I think we've been tackling that uh, in, in the best way we know how. I feel like what I would feel most insecure about as a podcast host is just talking. Because you know um, that that I'm usually the quiet one in the room. I'm a very introverted person. I'm not up. the quiet one? This is news oh, to right. me. I've been trying it, my whole life to be very quiet. Wow. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're, we're in the same living room right now. I I, uh, I can't tell, but I, uh, I'll be able to hear. Gaurav's um, voice is echoing through his entire I don't mean, studio I, apartment. I'm not talking about, um, wow, calling me out of my studio apartment. Um, I'm not talking about volume. I'm talking about quantity. I'm yeah. usually the quiet one who doesn't say much. Do you want to see me become the one who talks at all? If you've ever met Gaurav and you know that you, you definitely can tell if he's in the room or not. <laughs> you know, it's, it comes, it, uh, I have a quote from one of our best friends. Um, I don't think we've given him a nickname yet. I don't think we've talked about him yet. So what's, have we talked? Let's call him the conductor. Okay. <laughs> well, the, the conductor took a photo of me and I said to him, I say, um, it looks like I'm mid-sentence. He turns to me and says, you're always mid-sentence. <laughs> yeah. I love that quote. Yep. That is a grub menon for you. And you can probably tell uh, for our listeners, you can probably tell uh, from the conversations we've had how much um, he talks versus how much I talk. And, and that's after me editing uh, out some of the stuff he said and, and try to keep in some, a lot of the stuff I said. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, hosting. I Part of me really wants to be hosting, but I've also kind of grown up not talking much. I'm not particularly scared of it, but just not something... I was really used to extensive, extensive talking and driving conversations in particular. So I, I would love to poke you on that. And, you know, we talk about new experiences and you're in a new program where you're more of a, one of the talkative ones. Do you think this podcast has made you a better communicator, a better storyteller? And how has storytelling in particular allowed you to be a more vocal communicator? Yeah, um, it's not because, not entirely because I'm ho- now hosting this podcast. I, I think it's also part of uh, being in business school too, where uh, I realize I need to put myself out there and communicate. Um, and I, I think that the two different experiences, they feed off of each other. Um, yeah, and I think it's it's less about actually being the host, but more about the content. Because um, we're not saying you have to go host a podcast and it's the central key mm-hmm. to communicator. I think it's because our show is specifically designed towards storytelling. And that's the key. And I think by listening to the content, listening to the guests, we become better communicators because they've allowed us to see behind the curtain. They've allowed us to see that um, stories make us more resilient. They allowed us to see the importance of stories and the children. Things like this, this random things that has taught us a little bit more about storytelling, taught us a little bit more about communicating, 
and then they we're applying them in everyday life, life because we know, oh, okay, so that's, that's interesting. That's, that's a story time point. point. Oh, oh, that's, that's a story we're telling ourselves. Out. We shouldn't get trapped in that. And, and we become more open people because of that. So this is a plug for the show, but go back and listen to the show because each one of these storytellers made us better storytellers ourselves. Yeah, I mean, uh, in terms of the, the technical storytelling skills, I, I've now very used to the idea of situation, obstacle, you know, action, result, that, that kind of framework or any other particular. Yeah, I mean, that, that's that a framework that Larry taught us. Right? Yeah. And what I loved about that one, too, is I've never thought about that recently. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I've never been like, oh, situation, action something we saw yeah it's, it's not something i like rehearse in my head but yeah. as i reflect how i've been talking to people about it that's what i'm doing because exactly that's the similarities that's the thing about you know um you know i heard this fun quote reputation doesn't make the prayer any worse right mm-hmm. um, and that's the thing about these episodes each storyteller at the core they're just storytellers and they have so many similarities so what we're here with the star framework from larry was repeated by Kevin. It was repeated by um, Greg. It was repeated by Andrea Letamendi. It was repeated by John Booker, but in a different way. And those themes, those central skills from the entire season made us better storytellers because we heard it. And then it's like I said, once you see and understand that storytelling is everything, you see it everywhere. And it makes you a better communicator because you realize, hey, I'm a storyteller. And we are not storytellers because we're podcasters. We are storytellers because we're humans. So every listener is also a storyteller. And once you realize that, it makes everything so much easier in a way. Because you can realize how you're communicating is just a story. How you're talking to yourself, like we talked about with Dr. Sahar Yusuf, is just a story. And you can harness that. It's what we say at the intro of every episode. We're here to help you harness and supercharge your everyday lives. Yeah, and you know, the basis to that, the basis to thinking or realizing that we're all storytellers is also realizing we have stories to tell. We all have great stories to tell that's in our heads. And that's another really important topic that we've repeatedly tackled on the show with many different people is you know, internal storytelling. Do not discount the stories we already have. Uh, think back on our experience and discover uh, what's already amazing about the stories we already have so that we have that confidence in talking more about ourselves and telling our stories, realizing that we have a lot of things we can talk about. I want to play a game because you've been talking a lot. Okay. Okay. Um, so what I'm going to do, we're going to go back and forth. I want you to open up the episode list. Wherever you have it, you can go on Spotify. You can go to Apple Podcasts. You can go to any major podcast platforms and listen to us. Um, if this is your first episode, amazing. But definitely go listen to an expert storyteller episode because that's a little bit more central to our, our show. Okay, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to go back and forth. And I'm going to say a name of a guest, and then you're going to say a name of the guest. And I want you to give me one word that you think of when you think of this guest. You ready? All right. 
Okay, I'm gonna go first. Dr. Taylor Prescott Johnson. Saint. <laughs> Wyatt Thompson. Why? If you if you listen to that episode, we talk a lot about why. Mm. <laughs> Asking the question why. So why? Larry Bremen. Sore. Sophia Costas. Lovely. Jeff Miller. Culture. That's a good one. Carrie Nogenberg. Technical. Dr. Andrea Letamendi. Hero. Chris Connolly. Journey. Michael Lueck. Ethics. Matt McGowan. Explorer. Brent Dykes. Data. Kevin Burke. Responsibility. Eric Toda. Truth. That's what I, was uh, I was like, truth, man. Yep. <laughs> Great episode. Alex Segura. Representation. Reed Tucker. It's maybe a little too uh, easy, but rivalry. I was thinking rivalry too. Ah, oh, man, I wanted <laughs> you to get this one. I didn't want this one. <laughs> We can both do this one. No, no, it's it's fair. We'll play the game. Right. Sarah Nuravi. I'm gonna hear about this. <laughs> Cause I'm gonna I'm gonna hear about it. Actually, let's be honest, she doesn't listen to the show. We'll find out. <laughs> I'm gonna hear about it, not because she's gonna hear it, it's because you're probably gonna send her a link. <laughs> probably will. Inspiring. Austin Hankwitz. Creativity. Carolina Arguez Navas. I can't say creativity. You just said it. Um, kind. Greg Pliska. Huh. Emotions. Avery Truffleman. Epic. John Booker. Purpose. No. No, it's a two-party. You can ask me, John, again. Oh, okay. John Booker, part two. I'm going to take the the easy out. Story time. (laughs) Dr. Sahar Yusuf. Hmm. Human. There's one more. Okay. Dr. Tara Prescott Johnson, second time around. Mentor. Okay, we went through all of them. Um, How did that feel? That felt awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we 
kind of did some version of that uh, with uh, Dr. Dre Letamendi. This is uh, it's pretty special. It's a pretty quick but profound way of looking back at all the conversations we've had. But at the same time, you know, as I think about these words, each of them are also so much more than just that one word we put. Yeah, and you know what else I, I think and I noticed? I honest to God think every single one of those words apply to all of them. Yeah. Everyone, even data. I mean, I look at every one of these guests and in some form or another, they embody all these things. And by the way, the whole point of this was that we think of a word that has to do with their version of storytelling because that's what the show is about. And it's reminding that storytelling is so all-encompassing. And, you know, there's one word that I kept wanting to do for all of them, but I was trying to do a different one each time. Truth. Truth and simplicity are two themes that every single one of our storytellers talked about, about how when they are writing a story, when they're trying to connect with someone through storytelling, truth and simplicity. And I think that's a core tenet for the show. Truth and simplicity. Let's do suspenders. Let's. Do you have a question? Yes. Uh, we're, we're doing two, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, Who I, wants to go first? Okay. Uh, you didn't want me to go last, so maybe I'll go first. Here's the tricky thing. When I wrote my five questions, I forgot about suspenders. <laughs> Give me like 30 seconds. All right. You know what? I got one. Forget about this. I got one. You are, you go first with yours. Okay. If you could make a 20-second phone call to yourself at any point in your life, past, present, future, when would you call and what would you say? Right now, I'd call myself right now and say, hey, you're doing a great job. And you know, it's a weird answer because like, it feels like a waste. But here's why. You know, my mother, amazing, amazing woman. You know, she's a warrior. And my mom has instilled in me this belief that everything happens for a reason. And that everything that's happened is a part of our story and changes us in a way that leads us to where we are. And right now, you know, I'm happy. I'm happy with my life. I'm happy with the people, the people in my life. And so I wouldn't want to call the past because I wouldn't want to change. Because we don't know if it's going to be worse or better. And I wouldn't want to call the future because, you know, I think this has a lot to do with my mindfulness and meditation practice but if we live too much in the future and something i suffer with all the time spending too much time looking for it and not celebrating right now you know it, it hurts us in the end because we're not enjoying the moments we're not building the foundation for a future and we're not content with our current life so i think it, it, this is a very you know mindfulness question where i'm just like right now because i'm just going to tell myself i'm doing well i'm going to create that internal story right now because that's what I can control. I can't control the future. I can't control the past. So right now. You know, for all the time we've been doing these suspended questions, for for once, Grav is answering these questions the same way I do because I have the exact same answers down to like all the, the part where um, your mother's role in the family too. My mom is like that. In Mandarin, but the exact <laughs> So, yeah, I d didn't have to answer that one for myself because it was just repeating the exact same words. Damn, that's cute. Okay, 
Kev, you ready for your suspenders question? All right. Yes. You're going to be really annoyed at me. You ready? Yeah, probably will be. Kevin, what's your story? <laughs> Are we going to, for the first time ever, have an hour-long suspender? It's a random question that has nothing to do with what we talked about before. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to answer it like a fun question, which you never do. So I'm telling you, what's your story? Mm. And you have like two minute or like 30 second time constraint. So do it fun. Okay. What's my story? I... I speak two languages. I live in two worlds. And they're both amazing. That's great. Me? I'm a Canadian comic book collector who wants to change the world and wants to make people and myself happy. All right. There we have it. That's a wrap on season one. That is 25 episodes, over 20 amazing storytellers. From comic books to podcasts to authors to engineers, storytelling in so many different forms that each and every episode together has taught us so much about the world. We just want to say, if you're listening, if you've listened already and you've been through our show, we love you. We appreciate you so much for starting this journey with us and we're not going anywhere. So thank you for listening. Follow us on Instagram at LSPTPod. Find us on LinkedIn, message us, email us, get in contact with us because we want to hear from you because we want to build this show with you. But thank you so much for being a part of our community. It really means the world to us. This has been another great episode of the Linen Suit and Plastic Type Podcast. Thank you for an amazing season one. Get excited for an amazing season two. Thank all right. That last part was in Mandarin, right? Yes. All right, cool. I didn't just like black out for a second. <laughs> All right, we done? <sighs> We're done. Season one. We're done. There you have it.